What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Burnout Brighter Podcast. My name is Matt, and I will be your host tonight. To my right is Mr. Darren. Darren, how are you doing? I am feeling like a brand new woman. Why are you laughing? God Because <laughs> your boobs are really small and I don't understand why you're talking about this unless you got hey. like some augmentation. When I was in high school. Uh, you had big titties? I was in a. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in high school, I was in a play. Yeah. And I wore a dress. It was my good friend's prom dress. And I wore this dress before she wore it to prom. And she told me. Wait. The thing is. This wasn't even because of the play. You just wore a dress. (laughs) This was because of the play. He is lying. But what she said is that I filled it out better than she did. I, uh... I would need to see you in the dress. I just don't feel like you have the hips. I'm just, uh, I'm honestly a little, uh, a little speechless. Honestly. Don't be. Don't, don't even be. Because I don't have any... Proof. I don't have any physical proof that you actually look good in this dress. Well, it's quite frequent that I take people's breath away as well. So, Jesus Christ. Darren, uh, if you had... You didn't even introduce me. What the fuck? I have to ask him his random question No, first. you have to... You introduced us first. All right, fine. Sorry. Hey. Destiny. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm feeling better now that I've been introduced. Now that you've been introduced? <laughs> Okay, fine. I'm going to get you your random question first then. Okay. Destiny, Hmm? if you had to pick between carrying around a jack-o'-lantern for a week Mm -hmm. or carrying around a bowling ball for a day, which would you choose? At the end of the week, when the pumpkin was all putrid and dying and liquefying, Uh if I could give it to a squirrel so he could get fucked up and drunk off the juice. Is that a thing? It was a, a whole video. Yeah. Really? They do yeah. that. Yeah. Are you serious? Those fermented yes. fruits. Why would I lie to you about this? I don't know. Never, a, I just thought it was I a would, good fool. I would never good fool you in that way. <laughs> 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 I would carry a pumpkin, but only if I could get drunk. I mean, get squirrels drunk. It's terrible. I've had too much to drink. That'd be a pretty funny thing to watch. It would getting be. squirrels getting fucked you up. You need to see it. It's a thing. I'll have to watch this after. Destiny's had a few too many pumpkins right now. (laughs) All right, Darren, for your random question. If you had to choose between being one of those goats that locks up whenever it gets scared, Mm -hmm. or between being one of those spiders that gets eaten by its mate as soon as they... Have coitus? Which one would you be? The fucking goat. Yeah, the goat. Die. The goat's a pretty <laughs> easy option. I Let me answer me. for Darren. The fucking goat. I choose life. <laughs> but like, what if you got like locked up in the sex, middle of the though. road? I mean, he still has a chance to live though. That's fair. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, I'm your host, Matt. And what's my question? Question. Here? Destiny, would you like to do the honors with the random question? Yeah. Okay, hit me. Okay. If you had to lick dirty toes for the rest of your life. Okay. Or have erectile dysfunction for a year, what would you pick? Oh, I like where this is going. That's a good one, right? How, <laughs> how frequently would I have to lick these dirty toes? How frequently would you have it's erectile dysfunction? the rest dysfunction? of your life. 
once a month kind of deal, or is this like a it's, daily thing? It's dirty toes. It's but a what if tile dysfunction? But for a year, dirty I've, toes for the rest of your life. Have you licked dirty toes? Maybe they taste good. You're so nasty. <laughs> 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 I would probably pick, the, yeah, I'm going to pick the erectile dysfunction for a year. I think that's not something that, I, you know, I'd have to Sina, live with. how do you feel about I don't, that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to lick dirty toes maybe those for the rest toes, of my life. I feel like you have a fucking toe fetish. Well, Shut up. Maybe those toes are dirty because they're dipped in peanut butter or something like that's that. That's not dirty. Well, I, if I was covered in peanut butter, I think people would say I'm dirty. No, they wouldn't. They would say you were covered in peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my first reaction, it's like you walked into my house randomly and you were coated head to toe in peanut butter. I wouldn't go be like, oh man, you fucking dirty. I'd be like, Darren, why? Why are you covered in peanut butter? <laughs> what dog park are you going to next? Oh! <laughs> do people really do that? I don't know. I'd don't rather know. not find out. They do. They probably do. Why, why'd you point at me when, I, <laughs> when you said that? Nobody knew I pointed at you until you said it because when I did <laughs> I was going to say, you could have completely stated <laughs> yeah. without anyone knowing she looked at you. you wanted people to know I pointed at you. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, yeah. I don't cover myself in peanut butter. Okay. Regularly? You just let them lick it free-balling. I, 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 I am a special occasion peanut butter. You are a special, special boy. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. We're going to talk about a couple of the games that we've been playing. Destiny, what have you been playing lately? I have been playing Undertale. Nice! Okay, cool. First time through? First time through. I haven't gotten very far in it, but like, the music is really good in it. Right. The characters are cute. Terrell? Terriel? Toriel. Toriel is so sweet. Yeah. That fucking butterscotch and cinnamon pie, though, sounded nasty as hell. Yeah, like, I deliberately told her butterscotch, yeah. and she fucking did what she wanted to do. Why'd you even ask me? <laughs> Why'd you ask me what I wanted if you were just going to mix the two fucked up flavors together? Why just let me down when I could have had what I wanted? Exactly. Yeah. Best video game mom. She she's is probably, really, really, she up. is. She gave you, like, a nice room and stuff. Like, she was, I mean, <laughs> it hits me right here because I was raised by a single father. I just wish. <laughs> I wish I had a game mom who made me cinnamon and butterscotch pie. <laughs> I'm sorry, Destiny. Make, yeah. sh- make sure you read nothing about the game. Yeah, go into it as blind as possible. That was one of uh, that was one of the only games that I actually pulled out a PC to play. Yeah. Um, and you're playing the PC version, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. The PC version is the best version to play. Yeah, 100%. Okay. It actually does matter which version you play. I don't. I, I don't have anything else. Okay. Yeah. The, the music's fantastic. I love the writing in that game. Undertale is such a special thing. And especially uh, now, seeing how far it launched Toby Fox, the developer, because he basically did all that single-handedly. Yeah. yeah. And and I've actually read... Uh, there's a reporter who goes by Jason Schreier over at Kotaku who actually did a book all about inside dev stories about people who made certain games. And he actually talked about Undertale. And just hearing uh, his story and what the guy went through... And now, seeing as how Sans was just introduced in Smash, as a me outfit, me, me fighter, me yeah. fighter outfit, so so fucking cool. So that game is super special. Yeah. You have to let us know what you think as you play through because that game is super super. Toby Fox got to go to Sakurai's house. Yeah, I read Isn't that. Thank you. And I, yeah, I'm not sure actually. I, I think so. I think I see a photo of him. He's a cute guy. He's 
I've never seen it before. Uh, I don't know, scale from one to ten. He's like a he's like a nerdy nerdy cute. Scale from one to ten. I don't know, like. A, is he single? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know that much. <laughs> I mean, about. Yeah, I feel like that's interesting. I yeah. would like to know. Yeah. He's uh he's he's super dope and uh, yeah, Undertale is a super super special game. So please keep us posted as you go because that game is fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, actually, when you want to date a game developer. Yes. Well, actually, no, because you'd probably never get to see them. No, you would. Because they'd be working long hours, like, every day. No, that's not true. Only during game crunch time, because I worked at a yeah. game crunch. Well, I guess it depends on what game studio you work for. Exactly. Depends I on the place. Also worked, I also worked... Not worked for. I mean, I kind of worked it. But <laughs> I also dated a guy who worked for Blizzard as a no 3D shit. level designer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He now works at Sony as some shit. I don't know if he ever listens to it. Hey, Alan! Um, <laughs> <laughs> But, no, he had lots of time. So yeah. it just depends on... Okay, depends on the studio. Yeah, I don't know why we went into this. I'm sorry, I've been drinking. That's really cool. <laughs> but, uh, Derek, what have you been playing lately? I just finished Control! You just finished Control? Okay, nice. And what do you think? Finished it, platinumed it, did everything, got every side quest, got all the abilities, and I loved it. I am a big fan of Remedy. I never played... Well, I guess I'm a big fan of Remedy in the sense that I played... Alan Wake and Control. <laughs> I did not play Quantum Break. I did not play Max Payne, but they're a really cool studio, and I just loved the story, and I loved a lot about it. Okay, cool. Would you say you took control of the situation in the game? Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I uh, I actually also just finished Control. Um, I also. Really did like it, but I did have uh, more issues with the game. I had a number of like hard crashes where the game just completely uh, wiped. Would you say you weren't able to control the game? You're <laughs> taking my jokes! <laughs> Destiny, that is entirely original and I've never heard it before. Uh, <laughs> I've been waiting! <laughs> Uh, for everyone listening at home, this is actually our second run through the podcast. We did this whole thing once already, and we lost the file. Computer went sideways, and shit got corrupted. So this is our second time through it. I was much uh, more sober. Destiny actually time. made that joke on the first podcast, <laughs> and Darren got upset about it, and now no, he's doing it again. that's not what happened! <laughs> Shut up! That's what happened. I think that's what happened. So... Uh, yeah, I've actually really do like it. Um, I think the writing, especially the way that Jesse as a main character is written, is super cool. I think that uh, the way that the action feels and being able to kind of float around and throw shit left, right, and center feels great. I think the gunplay feels great. I've never played a Remedy game before. <laughs> but... For, for everyone at home... Uh, <laughs> Darren uh, just picked up... A roll of Haribo jelly and proceeded <laughs> to make uh, R-rated movements with it while looking Destiny in the eye. Um, I wasn't ready. I, uh... <laughs> I... Sorry, what were you saying about control, control. Uh, I control lost control. I lost control of the situation. Um... <laughs> But, yeah, the game's super great. I, like I said, I had a number of uh, hard freezes after every main mission or every kind of uh, main piece of dialogue that I was having with the character. The game would freeze for five to ten seconds and get kind of stuck there. I uh, couldn't move the camera, couldn't do anything until it finally came back to itself. I also had the game just hard mm-hmm. full-out crash a few times 
I had a crash where the game quit out. There was a blue screen. And then when I clicked on it to go back in, it brought me back in to the same point that the game had crashed out almost immediately. So it crashed, but it didn't. So uh, you'd say that the game doesn't have control over its glitches. I, uh, Did I've you never try heard that before. Control alt delete. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I couldn't do that, but yeah, I like the game a lot. I think it has some really really cool ideas, and I think that if Remedy decides to go forward and make a control two, to control too much, uh, <laughs> I think that uh, <laughs> to control too furious. I think that uh, it could be something really special. I think this game was really cool. Um, Darren and I are actually going to do a spoiler cast all about it to talk more about our feelings about the end game and about the story more in depth. Destiny hasn't played it yet, so... Uh, I will not be there. De- yeah. Miss me. Miss Destiny. It'll be all me and Darren mm-hmm. uh, talking about Control. They're not going to listen because I'm not there. I've also... Probably <laughs> not. I've also uh, been playing some Astral Chain, uh, Platinum's new game, uh, exclusive to the Nintendo Switch. It is a game about a cop who joins a new task force uh, fighting chimeras, which are these other dimensional beings, and you're one of the only people that can see it, and you have your own chimera who's able to fight against others. You know how Wait, the... but you link up to the chimera from the other dimension, right? Like, that's what yeah. happens in the game. Yeah. yeah, like, they found a way to kind of chain them It's and... like a weird e- Evangelion. Just a normal, everyday situation for the police in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and essentially, so you basically lock them on, they join your side, and you're able to kind of fight with them. Uh, I'm not the biggest Platinum Games fan, nor am I a huge action game person, um, but this game has really grabbed me, um, and I think that's because of the pacing. The game uh, places these longer investigative sections in between the actual fighting, and I think that's why something like Bayonetta didn't click with me as much, was because it was just straight action all the time, and I felt it was punishing at points. Astro Chain, I'm only about four chapters in, and I'm mm-hmm. sure it will get more difficult as I go, but I feel like the combat's a little bit slower, I have more of a handle on it, and the sections in between the fighting help flesh out the world and give you something a little bit more to do, mm-hmm. um, and I'm really, really enjoying it. I will keep you posted as I play more, but uh, I think it's super cool. Are you guys interested in the game at all? I am interested. I thought the graphics were really beautiful. Um, it gave me the kind of vibe like I'm playing an anime. Yeah. Very, 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 like, I'm playing an anime. The voice acting, like, all of that. Um, like, I, like, whispered Evangelion. That's kind of, like, what yeah. it reminds me of. Well, And yeah. I noticed that that's, like, an actual, like, it's not the word trend, but it's theme. A it's mm-hmm. a huge theme mm-hmm. yeah. in uh, Japanese games. But, no, it looks dope, and I'm ready like, to, like, dive Eva- in. Like, Evangelion meets, like, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure with the, like, stands. Yeah, honestly. Yes. Yeah. Basically, exactly what you just said. Especially because, like, the game is a whole setup of, like, this post-apocalyptic world where humanity is down to its last thing, so it really does Right, and then they're always trying to, like, understand the fucking other dimension characters. Just just kill them. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Just fucking kill them. Darren, what do you think? You're a Platinum fan, right? I am a huge Platinum fan. I I really like Platinum. Uh, I have not played all of their games, but I... Because I don't really have a lot of money, but... Even when I play, like, the demos for things, I'm always a fan. Like, I'm a huge Bayonetta fan. I really like the Wonderful 101. You played, um... um they did, uh, Nier Automata, Yes, right? I played were... that. I was a huge fan. That was probably one of my favorite games of... Was it 2017 or 2018? The, the, like, one of my top three. 
Um, they're just fantastic. I really... They got me into action games, and I just love their combat with their weird story and everything. So I really, really, really want to play it. I want to get a Switch. I want to play this game. Uh, it looks bizarre as hell, and that's right up my alley. Yeah. Um, the game, like I said, is super fun. I'm really enjoying it, and as someone who has only played a handful of action games, it's not, like I said, not really my forte, but I'm loving it so far. I'm curious to see what happens next. How much is it? It's full price. I mean, $79.99. For Canadian, $79.99. American, $59.99. Oh, okay, yeah, standard. Yeah, it's it's pretty long, though, from checking how long to beat. People are saying it takes 35 to 40 hours, so it's, it's a lengthy game. There's a lot there, and especially you can go back in and play at harder difficulties to try and... Um, get your scores higher because it ranks you on every mission. And, uh... I'm gonna play it through one time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's it. Not my thing either, but from what I've done so far, I am having fun with it. You both really have to play Nier. Nier is a game that really, really deserves to be played because it's just so unique. And the combat, I would say, is much easier for a Platinum game. In fact, you can even get upgrades that have the game play itself, basically. The thing so. about Nier, though, is every time that I've... I've, I've heard it's incredible. Have you, have you... Do you know what Nier is? Yes. Yeah. But everybody talks about how you have to play the game three or four times to get the full story because, like, as you play it again, more unlocks. And I don't replay games mm -hmm. just generally. There are very, very few games that I've ever played again. Yeah. And to go through the same story beats and the same fights and the same things over again just to see something again at the end, like... It is different, though. It's not the same playthrough every time. But is it different enough? Or is it like the back thirty percent? Is it because your choices change? Like your characters change. Okay, but like, is it so based on your the, choices? The, no, the, it's a story. But like the second playthrough is very similar in terms of story to the first playthrough, but the third playthrough is a different game. It's entirely different. It's Wait, actually why just is it different though. Because it, like the story continues. So it actually just is. But you like, have to unlock certain things for that story to continue. So you, you just have to beat the game twice. You have oh, to play and then the it game unlocks again. Oh. And then it unlocks the, the rest of the story. That. Yeah. You yeah. don't have to yeah, it's not like you have to play it multiple times until you unlock it. It's just oh, okay. like you play it once, you get the second run, you play the second run, you get the third run. But how long is each run? Do well, they get progressively shorter or are Yes, they... they do. Well, also because your side quests carry over. So you don't have to do the same side quests over again. Oh, okay. okay. And also if you don't care about the side quests, you could just rush the main story and finish each run in like you know eight what hours. Would be dope is if after you conquered it the second time, it would just unlock the third story, and you could just pick up from that. That's what I mean. But that like, would be no. That's what it does. But oh. but the thing, I, you okay. still have that is to, what it does. You still have to do two playthroughs. Like, the second playthrough also has new stuff that wasn't in the first one in terms of story beats. Maybe it, it like it it it's maybe, worth it. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's better in practice than it sounds on paper for me. Yeah. It's just like I said, I'm not one to replay games much. Yeah, I'm not like the replay type. Even when it comes to movies, I don't really watch a lot of movies more than once. Yeah, outside of you know some. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, well, to kind of continue down this uh, down this story road, we're going to hop into our first news item, which is Nintendo Switch exclusive Astral Chain tops UK charts. This is coming from Tom Phillips over at Eurogamer. I'm pulling just a bit out of his article. Please go give them a click. Tom says, There's not a lot in it. About 1,500 box sales between first place and fourth. Though Astral Chain is out on only a single format, Nintendo Switch. Whereas the next three games are multi-platform. As ever, this chart does not track full digital downloads. So the full top ten lies below. Number one is Astral Chain. Number two is Wreckfest. Number three is Man of Medan. Number four is Control. 
Number five is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Number six is Crash Team Racing. Seven is Super Mario Maker 2. Eight is Marvel Spider-Man. Nine is GTA 5. And 10 is The Division 2. So Astral Chain off to a great start in the UK. Um, placing first on the charts. What do you guys think? I think that's amazing. I heard, like, when I was reading the article, um, someone said it was just nice to get some fresh games. Yeah, on the a new top. IP. Because for a while it's been, like, you know, the same games. Like you were mentioning, like, before, like, GTA has been there for, like, years. Literally, like, six years, yeah. Please come out with the second Bully. Like, yeah. Yes, Bully 2. Yes, please. It's been rumored for a while, so I'm curious to see if they're ever actually going to do it. Yeah. Um, some other things that stand out for me in this list. Uh, control coming in fourth. Strong start for Remedy, I mm -hmm. think. And I think that game, um, hopefully, as it gets patched more. And, uh, I think that's great that yeah. it's at number four, especially because yeah. of all the control issues you have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Remedy's a good studio, and they do really deserve to have more financial success because they take a lot of risks with their stories. And uh, not many risks with their gameplay, but lots of risks with their story. And I think some pretty compelling stories. Yeah. Um, and also, Man of Medan. Yeah. For sure. So Man of Medan is Supermassive's new game, like mm -hmm. we were talking about, mm -hmm. not Supergiant, which has Bastion and Transistor. <laughs> Supermassive is in char uh, has put out games like Until Dawn and Hidden Agenda? Hidden Agenda. Right. Um, so Man of Medan is a new game from Supermassive where you can either play by yourself or you can play with your friends and you make different decisions. And you each kind of control a character and take it through this like horror movie type thing. Darren, this kind of game is entirely up your alley. Yes. What do you think? I love it. I mean, I don't know because I haven't played it. It was my loving sound. Um, I. Oh my god. I. Oh my god. Just. No, I, I love. I loved Until Dawn, and Hidden Agenda was not. The same thing. It was very similar. It was more meant as a multiplayer experience. It was a shorter experience. This is also a shorter experience, but the hidden while hidden agenda you just played with your phone. This you play with a controller. It's a it's a game. Um, How does the multiplayer work? So there's two multiplayer modes. Uh, both of them sound super interesting. Uh, the first one is the like up to five player horror movie horror night, like movie night game where you have like five people sitting on the couch pass a controller around, everybody plays a different character. Okay. And then you all, like, basically can yell at each other about the choices that you're making. Okay, cool. Uh, the one that sounds more interesting to me is the two-player co-op mode, where the both players are playing their own character simultaneously. So one player is in a different part of the game where you are. So you can like... Is this the online only mode? This is the online only mode. So you're playing with somebody you don't know. You can play with someone you don't know or you could play with a friend. Okay. And so you'll be playing one part of the game and they'll be playing a different part of the game as a different character. And so you don't know what choices they're making and you don't know what they're experiencing. You might just hear them like scream over what their the chat That's or cool. on your screen it'll be like, oh, this person, like Matt, unlocked a secret and you don't know what secret he unlocked. And so it's kind of like a broken telephone kind of thing. And, or you like, it, it, it sounds really, really interesting. And that seems like that's the way that the game is meant to be played. I wonder if that's, uh, if you influence each other's games. Like, can you imagine? You that? do. That's what I was you like, do. like, I don't know, like, it sounded really cool, but I was like, what was the point of it? You do. I saw, um, I was watching uh, Jim Pressions with Jim Sterling, and he was showing a part of the game where you're playing two different characters, but you're in the same spot. 
And so one, and you're, it's a hostage situation. So one character is the hostage and the other player is like trying to sneak around at the back. And he started a sequence where he was trying to hold his breath. And obviously the other person fucked up because the sequence just like ended and they immediately turned and started walking towards where the hostages were. Oh shit. That sounds super scary. That's scary. So he didn't even have to try to sneak around because now he was free to do what he wanted because his other friend... Fucked up. Fucked up. Yeah. We should definitely play this as a let's play with all of us. Because, like, yeah. we all know how much Destiny loves horror games. And, uh, <laughs> horror games. So I think it'd be super cool to have that couch co-op mode where yeah. we pass around the controller. Yeah. Just don't get upset when I scream. I'm, so I'm, I'm just really happy that, you know, Supermassive is finding success with this format. Because I love more horror games. It's a super strong start for them. Uh, other stuff to pull from this list quickly. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe still selling, like, crazy along with the Super Mario Maker yeah. 2. Super Mario Maker 2 has only been out for a few months, but everyone loves Mario Kart. 8 Deluxe has been yeah, out for... Yeah, it, it, it'll be... Yeah. Every Nintendo console anyone buys, you're going to buy Mario Kart 2. It's the perfect it's so true, though. party game. Yeah. And, like, Switch is bigger than ever. I mean, it's yeah. been on top of MPDs in terms of sales for consoles. Oh, it also might be counting bundles, where Mario Kart bundles. But this doesn't track digital downloads, so I wonder if that being a digital... Because it doesn't come with... The actual game, right? It's a download. I thought it came with the actual box. But like when you buy the Switch console, don't you get a download code for the game? No, I think you actually got uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm, okay. I'm thinking of like with with Wii Sports, they gave you a disc, and that tracked in the sales numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I know it did. That was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other stuff, crashing racing, going well. I'm super excited to see Marvel Spider-Man still on this list. As again, as another uh, Sony first party, not well now first party. Yeah. Um, after Insomniac got bought out, um, but that game's still selling as a single player story game. That added a lot to it with this DLC. Super happy. GTA Five holding on for like seven years now running. It'll always be there, just because it's like the perfect game to fuck around in. Yeah. The perfect game to play with other people. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I think that's the appeal. And if people like looked at that and decided what kind of game they wanted to. To make, I yeah. would definitely check out the top ten and be like, okay, well, GTA has been there for like ten years. Yeah. We need to do something. Yeah. That and it's the buy-in. And I think one of the smartest things that they've done is you can't play GTA online without having GTA Five. So you need, like you said, right? That's the buy-in, right? Mm -hmm. On top of the massive game that they've already made, the online that they've been steadily adding to, it's yeah. a great way to get in. Uh, yeah, cool. So there's a lot of great games on that list. And uh, we'll continue to see as more news comes out on MPDs, which should be coming out in the next couple of weeks, mm -hmm. uh, how things sold over on our side because that's those are the UK charts. Moving on to uh, our next news item. Cyberpunk 2077 has a deep dive demo live on CD Projekt Red's YouTube. It is about a 14-minute dive into one mission where you go into a certain part of the city where you're working with a certain gang and you're trying to infiltrate a mall that's been hijacked by another gang. Another gang, sorry. Uh, this game looks so fucking cool. It shows off a couple different playstyles where you can go in guns blazing, shooting like a motherfucker, taking people out. Or you can go in more stealthy. I think they call it the Technomancer, possibly. something. Techno like something. Techno something. The techno librarian. Something the techno. That tech. <laughs> tech man. Where you just go in and you can <laughs> hack everything. You can hack other people's augments. Mr. Can... Tecker. No. <laughs> that sounds like a really shitty uh, high school science teacher that nobody likes. Oh my god, Mr. Tecker's giving us a pop quiz. Uh, I got class with Mr. Tecker today. Oh god damn Tecker. <laughs> uh, yeah, game looks super, super cool. Uh, 
Destiny, how do you think you're going to play this game when it comes out? I'm going to go in with guns blazing. <laughs> just go in and tear shit I'm up? I'm just going to tear shit up. Like, <laughs> but that's not what I'm excited about. I'm really excited about the customization of the characters. Like, yeah. I'm all about that in any game. Like, any game that allows me to customize a character, I spend hours doing it. <laughs> like, legit. I spend, like, hours, like, oh, my God. So, um, I know one of the things that we talked about just briefly was the fact that they're doing, like, a gender-fluid kind of thing mm-hmm. in the game. Yeah. And just from watching the video, I personally didn't feel like it was all that gender-fluid. I still felt like I was picking a male or female character. Mm-hmm. And... One of the things I don't know, I don't know if those characters were already kind of set up for yeah. a preview, mm-hmm. or if they look completely different when you yeah. like you get from the the very base of the character. Yeah. But I am interested in seeing what I can do with it. Yeah. We'll have to see how far the different body types can bleed into each other. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Because the big story, one of the big stories from last week that we didn't cover was actually how they've CD Projekt has announced that they're not putting a standard gender choice in character creation so you don't choose male or female you choose body type and voice mm-hmm. uh it remains to be seen how fluid that actually is like can you pick a male's body and augment it further to have more feminine features and give it a feminine voice or vice versa um, i'm really curious to see how deep that customization is going to go mm-hmm. um, but i think it's super cool that they're taking steps towards more inclusivity because i think people should be able to play Whatever game. they want to play. Yeah. Exactly. I understand if the game is telling a story from a certain perspective, but a game like Cyberpunk, anything kind of more open world, that customization should be there to let people... Do what they want. Exactly. Yeah. And feel like they're part of the game, no matter who they are. I yeah. think I would feel more like it was gender fluid if you just had one body type and then you picked the job you wanted to do. Yeah. And then you had to augment the body from that point. Yeah. The fact that I see a male... Yeah. that is definitely definitely looks like a male and yeah, a female yeah. that definitely looks like a female it feels like they just kind of threw that in there after the fact yeah. and that wasn't the original idea or, 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 it, it's it's hard because you also want to have kind of preset starting points it's i i'm a very terrible artist when it comes to sculpting so it'd be hard for me to try and like sculpt from nothing like, if they give you, like, just kind of, like, a blob, and you could kind of try and, like, pick and choose different things. That actually might be an interesting way to do it. Just start with nothing, and then yeah, it's, like, yeah. head. This is what the head looks like. And okay, like, I see what you're... you wouldn't really be sculpting it. No, 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 like, you're right. It would already be predetermined shapes. You would just be making it bigger or smaller. Yeah, right. So yeah, you just yeah. start, like, you go part by part. And yes. you're, like, make this part this way. Make Taller, this part this shorter. Way. Yeah. Like yeah, The Sims. Yes, actually, you're right. Yeah, The Sims does that. Okay. So I would feel like that was more... So... I feel kind of like, mm, I don't know if they were really going for that and they just kind of threw it in. Because even when I was watching the video, like, they definitely were speaking about females as females. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. when you look at the game, like, there's yeah. a very distinct... There was nobody that I looked at and was like... Con- the only one that I was lo- I looked at and was confused about was the main boss. Yeah. Because she was so, like, bulky. Yeah, right she down. was... Smashed. So that's not the smashed. Only one that's the wrong I one. She would have been like. <laughs> she was ripped. She was smashed. Okay. She was. You put so much emphasis behind she it. She was, was smashed. She was not indeed smashed. <laughs> she was. She felt. was plastered. She was yeah. ripped to fucking He's shreds. He's talking about me, but um, no, I think she's the only one I would have like questioned, like. What is that? Yeah, I'm also really curious to see how that fits in with writing and for the actual like like the actual script for the game because that means that 
for depending on what kind of pronoun you'd use, yeah. um, the voice actors would have to record multiple takes of the same line with just different pronouns. Yeah. Um, and a game that has a script that long already, like that's well, I, I yeah. appreciate what they're going for, but like you said, Destiny, I wonder how much of it is them being like, oh, like that's a cool thing we could do given what we've now built. Yes. Or was it something that from the beginning they said this is what they're doing? Yeah, I have a feeling they didn't intend it that way. No, from they the beginning. definitely didn't. Right. Um, but also, it wouldn't be that hard because your character is not going to be talk referring to themselves in pronouns unless your character speaks in the third person. But for the other characters, it could just be a line of code. Here I am, a pro. Like I'm, don't know programming, but like, it could be just like those characters are referring to a male, a female, or like a gender neutral version, and they already have. I know they already have a male and a female component with all their dialogue. Yeah. Because if they were starting with a binary system, then recording a third option for like a gender neutral option. What was that? What was that? I mean, like they them. They them. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah. I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't please everybody. Not everyone would be happy. I think we just have to play it. Yeah. Yeah, we, we don't know. It. We don't know. We yeah. don't know. But so far from what I've seen, it doesn't look like that's that's not no, no. no. Darren, are you gonna go into Cyberpunk Guns Blazing or No, I'm gonna be a bitch. I'm gonna be a <laughs> I'm gonna be a sleek hacker. I'm gonna sleek? I'm gonna be sleek. I'm gonna slither no my way. No hacker has ever called themselves sleek. I'm going to slither my way through the underbelly. <laughs> slither my way through the underbelly. I'm going to put my tube into people's heads. That oh my god. So <laughs> going to jack in. You're going to jack the... in with your tube? <laughs> Is that what you're going to do? Gonna throw your tube at people? Oh you saw the video that took their tubes and they jacked into their they the back of their head. No, but the way you say it sounds super like perverted. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> well, you know what. So Darren, what, what do you think? You're gonna be you're gonna be more of a stealthy play. I love the idea of no combat scenarios. Trying to avoid Bitch. combat as much as possible. No, because I'm smart. What? Because you're smart. Because because, because you're a bitch. You can't fight. That's why you have to play like that. There are other features that people can use to resolve conflict. His big old brain. <laughs> His big old tube. My hacking tube. My hacker tube. Uh, you know what? Uh, I actually agree with you because I think I like I generally play games like this in the more of the stealthy component myself. Um, Deus Ex had that kind of thing where like they promised that you wouldn't have to kill anybody as you play, and Cyberpunk is making the same kind of promises. I'm just curious if they're going to have multiple different ways to handle a boss because in the video they showed the assault playthrough. They showed the person actually fighting the boss, but as a more tech stealth build. I feel like the boss fights that Deus Ex would shove you into, you'd be almost a little under be underprepared yeah. stat wise. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Darren, do you think that they're actually going to find ways to have multiple variations of a boss fight that, even if it isn't as quote unquote epic, yeah, um, you can maybe get to a boss and solve the problem without an actual boss fight? Quote unquote. I, I, I hope so. I okay. hope they do. I think they should. I mean, the tabletop game that it's based off of had those kinds of features, like. All tabletop games usually have features of, you know, having resolving conflict non-confrontationally. Um, but, and CD Projekt Red has a pretty good track record of having good story options and good player choice. Yeah. Um, and based on the amount of effort they put into these games, I would hope that they would have that kind of non-lethal, uh, like more charismatic approach. To, yeah. Especially for the Technomancer. Yeah. Like he's definitely not like a face-to-face... 
Yeah. yeah. With the with the idea of having a cyberpunk world where everything's augmented and you're a hacker, that you can access a lot of things that should hopefully avoid combat completely. Well, you can yeah. access their bodies. And you can, yeah, you can exactly, access their right? bodies. So... Which doesn't seem lechery at all. I can, I can access their bodies with my hacker tube. Um, I can't wait till you get a girlfriend. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait to play this game. I think it's going to be super, super cool. Yeah, and Matt, were you um, were you impressed with the the combat? I think it looks solid. Uh, I know there's a lot of people complaining online that the gunplay didn't look like it had weight to it. Like, the people were complaining about the lack of recoil. Yeah. Uh, I think in a game like Cyberpunk, given that it is the future, and given that that you literally can just dump points into strength. So I feel like them holding a gun and being able to withstand recoil, I don't think that's much of a no. problem. I uh, think it's stupid because they literally said yeah. <laughs> that her arms are augmented and you see where she like fucking rips a door open. Like, she's half android. Like, why... Why do you need recoil? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I just don't know what people expected because I, they expected... They, I think they hyped themselves up too much, but this looks exactly like how I expected it, and I'm happy with how it, it looks. This looks like Deus Ex taken to the next level. Yeah, and which that's is, what I want. Which is what I thought it was going to yeah. be. Like, I don't really know what they thought that this kind of combat, and especially with CD Projekt, yeah. I mean... Have you seen The Witcher 2's combat? Right. It's not like, that fancy. They they have, like, and even Witcher 3 is not known for its combat. Like, it's known for its side quests. It's known yeah. for its story. But you play it's it for the writing. It's an RPG first. Yeah. Like, and it's our first time trying their hand at a first-person shooter-style combat yeah. system. So, I really think that the criticism online I is... I feel like it's nitpicking. Yeah, yeah I, think it's, I think it's overblown, especially for a game that's, what, eight months out? Like it's yeah, six, it's pretty... Seven uh, March, out? March as well? April. A- April. April. <gasps> so Just I mean, in time for my birthday. It's coming, but, like, they have time to tweak the formula a little more. I think that any sort of worry so far is just... I think if your only complaint is recoil... You're doing something good. Yeah. Like, yeah. if that's the only thing people can say is, like, it didn't look like the gun was heavy enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, moving on to our next topic. Um, and this is one that's kind of very near and dear to my heart. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Turns 20. This is coming from Stuart Kenny over at Games Radar. I'm pulling a couple paragraph out of Stuart's article here. Uh, I really recommend you go over and give them a click, have a read to the full article, because it's super, super interesting. And for anybody who grew up on these games, it's, uh, it's a really good read. So I'm pulling out two paragraphs here. Yes, it's now 20 years since the launch of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater on August 31st, 1999 on PlayStation. Few realize that it's a miracle developer Neversoft stayed afloat long enough to make it happen. The company was founded by Mick West, Joel Jewett, and Chris Ward in 1994. They had a few minor successes after starting up, but when Activision approached them to collaborate on Apocalypse, a third-person shooter starring Bruce Willis, they were, they were on the brink of going out of business. We were not paying ourselves. We were paying all the employees half salaries, recalls West. At the end of the month, we'd have, to, we'd have to close, so it was cutting it pretty fine. Activision had stuck a load of money into Apocalypse, and the people before us had made a mess out of it. We came in and made a nice little game, so Activision suggested we do the skateboarding game. Skateboarding was this big up-and-coming thing, and that's how it started. Uh, guys, were you big on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater growing up? I never played it once. Are you serious? I've never played a Tony Hawk game in my life. Destiny. I look like I played Tony Hawk Let's <laughs> 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 just be real. You've got so many boards, so many of those tech decks 
hanging around in your room. <laughs> you know those little finger boards that people would play with that you just did with your with your I fingers? I thought that was just a joke. People really did that? Yeah, that was like the shit. People would play with... I played with them a little bit. Destiny would... That's <laughs> thought it was the shit. Destiny would hang out at school, popping ollies, getting some mad, uh, mad air. Ollie? That's when you make the board jump. Grinding oh, those I rails. I was a drug. <laughs> <laughs> popping ollies. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, I guess I'm alone on this one, but Tony Hawk's Pro Skater as a series has a really special place in my heart. Uh, I grew up playing those games with friends uh, down the road, especially, and that was kind of the my gateway drug into kind of skater culture and especially into the punk rock, pop, punk scene. The soundtrack to those games... The pop... Punk and punk rock scene. Uh, it's my it's still my favorite genre of music today. I grew up on it, and that was kind of the first point that I was introduced to that kind of music outside of the bit that I heard from my dad. But I have fond memories of playing those games. That's what got me into skateboarding. That's what got me into longboarding. And it's, it's such a special franchise, and it hurts so bad that, A, we don't have any kind of good skateboarding games nowadays, mm-hmm. and B, that the last Tony Hawk's Pro Skater was such a massive dumpster fire. Yeah. Like... Literally one of the worst games of all time. Yeah. Um, I would love for the series to make a comeback. I love it. It's a. It's very near and dear to my heart. The soundtrack, the clothing, the entire aesthetic of the game is something that stuck with me for so long. And uh, I remember being able to play Spider-Man. There was mm. a Spider-Man skin in the game, which Spider-Man right up my fucking alley. Yes. Uh, I love that game, and I think it's the story behind it is super interesting. I remember going out to get one of those fucking memory cards because we were playing it on N64 because we couldn't save. So we played the beginning of the game like eight fucking times before my friend's mom was finally like, I'll get you guys this fucking memory card. And we were finally able to save and make progress. But it's been 20 years and that fucking boggles my mind. 20 years since that franchise came oh my out. God. Doesn't seem that long. reminded me that you used to need memory cards for everything. Yeah. Right? I just thought about that. The yeah. Xbox 360 even used memory cards. Yeah, no one, no one bought the, them. The but PlayStation used memory cards. Yeah. PlayStation Two used memory PlayStation cards. 1, PlayStation yeah. Two, N64. You had to slot them into the back of the fucking console. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, the back of the controller. controller. Sorry. Super random. Do you remember? I don't know if you guys ever did this, but when like a game would stop working, you had to blow at it. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> memory card, you'd be like, "Fucking please." And it would like ruin the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you swear to God that you got blowing it, blow harder. But yeah. it did work. It did Sometimes. Work. Or like those times where it's like, I don't know if it was like for you guys, but like me and my brothers each had our own memory card because we fucking, they, they, mm-hmm. they, my little brothers saved over my shit so many fucking times. And I was <laughs> like, mom, I want my own fucking memory card so this shit or doesn't I happen. Fucking end him. <laughs> I will end the both of them. Um, fucking, ah, oh, it just burns me to my soul. But yeah, that's so true. Those things are, you know. Something so you don't mm-hmm. need that mm-hmm. shit anymore. No, it's no, all on the console, God. right? Which doesn't make profile. sense because and the I remember cloud. playing Zelda A Link to the Past and you would have four, three slots that you well, could save. On the cartridge because the cartridge had a save pack you're in right, it. You're right, you're it's right. It's the CD. It's the it was the CDs. CDs. You can't save, well you could save on a CD but after a while you could damage the CD. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's so true. Holy God, shit, I never thought about I it like that. I remember all that shit. All right. All right. Moving on to our next uh, news item. Nintendo Direct had a big, 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 big old Direct on September 4th. A big steaming have? Direct. A big Just steaming. Just laid it on the table. God damn it. Deuces. <laughs> uh, I'm going to run through all the stuff that was announced and talked about, and then we're going to kind of pick out some stories that we want to cover a little, bit, a little bit more in depth. So, 
Uh, SNES games on Switch Online, they're there now. You can go check them out. They've had the NES games on ever, Switch, ever since Switch Online launched. And now the SNES games are finally joining the catalog. They've announced 20 stuff, stuff like Star Fox, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario World 2, F-Zero, Link to the Past, and there's 15 more. Um, can I... Also, they, you can still do the rewind option. Yes. Yes. Which is dope as fuck. Yeah. Because you know how hard those games are. Now you can just rewind and you fuck yeah. it up. And it's yeah. like, no, I don't want to do that anymore. And, and yeah. it's great, too. It rewinds like 10 seconds. And yeah. And just like do it It's again. amazing. Yeah. Uh, Smash DLC, we have the fourth character from the Challengers pack. It is Fatal Fury's Terry Bogard, who is actually huge in the fighting game community. I have no idea who the fuck that is. This is the Every first... Time you say that, I think of Humphrey Bogard. Humphrey... <laughs> this is one of the first times that I've seen something like this, and I'm like, I legit have no idea who that is. Uh, I don't... I mean, I'm not part of the fighting game community, so I don't really know much about him, but I know that people who are old-school fighting game fans are going nuts because SNK fighters were the standard for the longest time. Cool. Good what for that, them. What does that mean? SNK was a company. They released the Neo Geo. And you don't... Okay. Also we'll get the console. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But King of Fighters was like the big game that they had in arcades that everybody played. Ah, uh, okay. I only yeah. ever played Pac-Man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, more DLC was also announced for Smash. They're going past the Challengers pack. Each character from then on out, at least so far, they announced that it will be priced separately so they will not be part of the Challengers pack. And... Banjo fucking Kazooie is out now. You can pick him up and play him in Smash. It really toots my kazoo. Oh my Ready god. Do, do. It hurts me, Darren. It <laughs> physically hurts me. Uh, Overwatch on Switch is confirmed. We talked about this a bit last Did week. you say he toots your horn? He fucking <laughs> blows in the wrong end. <laughs> oh, I'll just tickle your strings on your banjo. Shit. Uh, yeah, so Overwatch Switch has been confirmed. We talked about it a bit this last week, but it's coming out in October. It is the full Overwatch experience uh, coming to Switch. Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition comes out 2020. This is a remaster of Xenoblade Chronicles, which came... Xenoblade! 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 Which came out... You uh the bass in your voice. Bass. Yes, boys. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a it's a remaster of the original one that came out for the Wii. A uh, whole bunch of Animal Crossing and Yay! Pokemon Sword and Shield updates. Animal also, Crossing? talking more about the things you can do in Animal Crossing. Pokemon Sword and Shield covered uh, camp you can set up, cooking curry, and new Pokemon. One of which is literally a little ghost teacup. Did you say cooking curry? Yes, yes you cook curry. You can yeah. cook curry in the game. All kinds of different curry. Um, you can cook carrot curry. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> uh, Deadly Premonition 2 was announced, coming out in 2020 for the Switch. The original Deadly Premonition is out now on Switch. Super Kirby Clash, which is a boss rush co-op game. Free to start. Free to start, that's right. Which uh, is important. <laughs> yeah, because I'll probably charge you for it later, or you have to buy out the rest of the game. Um, and they always get their money. Yeah, you essentially pick a Kirby and work together with your friends to uh, take out bosses. Little Town Hero is Game Freak's new game, the makers of Pokemon, coming out October 16th. This is essentially a game where you have to kind of stick in this town, but you have turn-based battles against monsters that try and invade. But instead of having like a traditional party system, you actually go and, depending on where you're fighting, if you move to a different spot, 
a villager who is standing there will actually join in on the fight. So depending on the type of enemy, you'll actually want to physically move them through the town to have other villagers join in and help fuck their shit up. Uh, Luigi, Luigi Mansions 3 um, got an update as well. A new multiplayer mode that's coming out at the end of October. Return of the Obra Din yes. was announced for Switch and also coming out for PS4 and Xbox. Yes. This game made huge waves when it initially came out. It's apparently a really, really cool and atmospheric puzzle game. I unfortunately had a bit of the story spoiled for me. Did you? Which I'm sad about because the whole game is about uncovering the story. Yeah. Uh, the game. Essentially, like, you go to the ship where... So somebody the... uncovered the game for you? <laughs> uh, somebody uh, returned to the Obra Dinn. That reminds uh. me of songs. <laughs> you guys probably don't know it. It's like, what? Return of the Mac. No, don't know Return that. of the Mac. Yes! Yes, I do know that song. Uh, I, do, I got I you. You're know. too white. Apparently. <laughs> 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 um... Yeah, so that's coming out in 2019. Uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE Encore coming out January Wait, 2020. Wait, what game was that again? Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE Encore. 0.2 chapter prologue this final is what 2020? Coming out in 2020. Featuring this... Dante from the Devil May Cry series. Shut up. Um, this I is like Dante. He's hot. The <laughs> Fire Emblem Persona crossover game, Shin Megami Tensei, uh, where essentially you play a bunch of teenagers who are trying to be idols but also have to fight monsters and shit cool as shit i'm dumb. all over so that dumb. all over that so dumb. divinity original sin 2 is out today for switch it's already out you can go pick that up critically acclaimed that game is apparently amazing doom 64 is coming out in november star wars jedi knight 2 and jedi outlaw also coming in september <laughs> I don't, creed i don't fucking know why uh assassin's creed rebel collection is coming in december that is packaging assassin's creed 4 black flag and Assassin's Creed Rogue coming together, uh, coming to Switch, and I think to PS4 and Xbox as well. And the last game is Do You Want Wine? And the last game is Do You Want Wine? It's a good game. Which the answer is always yes. Which always is uh, a note that I wrote to Destiny. Um, <laughs> also, Untitled Goose Game. Yes! Goose which Goose. is coming September 20th, which is one of the most Destiny-ass games I've ever heard about. It's basically about this goose. <laughs> day yeah and that is what i do at work yeah it's essentially a game where you play a goose and you just want to screw with people there's this whole sequence where you're trying to get this food uh out of like a farmer's farm and you essentially like drag this fucking shovel out and throw it in the water so that he leaves the farm so you can go in and get the food this game looks hilarious the writing looks super fucking well not writing but i guess the game itself looks fucking hilarious you can honk and scare people yeah um, it is actually very loud and scary. Like, if you were just walking in a fucking goose. Honk. Honk. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be scared if I heard that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I would be too. Uh, all right. Now, let's. Could you imagine being in bed? <laughs> you just hear Darren. Honk. Honk. I'd be like, do you need water? Are you part? Okay, Uh, Destiny, from this list of announcements, and that basically covers everything that Nintendo talked about in the Direct. Destiny, what one item from this list uh, tickles your pickle? I am tickled to death of her Overwatch going to switch. I'm lying. (laughs) Can't even keep a straight face. I can't even. Oh, goodness. Balls. Okay. Um, 
To all the people who love Overwatch, I'm just a terrible person at FPS. That's why I hate it. <laughs> um, I am really excited for Animal Crossing. The first one I played was like uh, Animal Crossing Camp, like pocket the pocket, camp. pocket pocket edition. Camp. And so, like seeing the characters, like 3D walking around, having their own islands, um, all the customization you can do. I am motherfucking excited. Yeah. Seems like a huge improvement over the last one. Lots of extra features for the island. Lots of extra features for you and you, Destiny, specifically. Me, specifically. <laughs> they called me up and they were like, what do you want in the game? And I was like, Pole vaulting rivers. extra shit <laughs> in the game. I yeah. want to be able to cut wood and stuff. Yeah. So. I'm uh, I'm really curious to play this one. I've never played an Animal Crossing before outside of Pocket Camp as well. So I'm curious to see uh, what the game is like. Darren, you are a big Animal Crossing fan, right? Yes, I was a big Animal Crossing fan back in the GameCube. The first, oh, well, if you're in Japan, the N64 was the OG one. They just ported it to the GameCube for Westerners. But the GameCube one, I played it a crap ton of. Nice. I want to see what the characters are going to say, because sometimes they say fucked up shit. <laughs> I wonder, I've heard that the original one is kind of like dark in some of the shit. Yeah, that the sometimes they about. say shit and you're like, whoa, this just got real. Yeah, some of the animals could be a little depressed. Yeah. I wonder how much of that's going to carry over to this one now that the Switch is a much more family-friendly console than I think the GameCube was. Well, I wouldn't. I would yeah. disagree with that, actually. I don't know. I feel like Nintendo used to have a little bit more of a hard edge. I feel like they're kind of returning the bat. Nintendo is letting, like, racy visual novels onto their eShop and That's stuff fair. like that. That's true. Oh, really? Yes, they are. Yeah, they are. I mean, like, are they good or are they lame? I don't know. I haven't played them. I haven't played them. Please play them. Uh, <laughs> Darren, uh, what from this list uh, tickles your pickle? Okay. First, quick shout out to <laughs> Doom sixty four uh, because this is the first. Why are you laughing? My pickle. Uh, Doom sixty four is the first, the final Doom game to be ported to something outside of its original hardware. Doom sixty four has only ever been on Doom. I mean, it's only ever, <laughs> <laughs> Doom, Doom sixty four has only ever been on N sixty four, so that's pretty cool. Also, second quick shout out to. Deadly Premonition 2, I still have Deadly Premonition 1, paid like 50 bucks for the game, still haven't played it. I mean, I played it, but like, haven't got past like the first level. The game looks weird as shit. It's so weird, it's like... Why twin... are you giving a shout out if you haven't even gotten past the first level? Because it's hilarious, even in the first level. Was it good? No! Obviously not good enough to play. And no, it's one of those, it's the a rare example of a video game that's so bad it's good, because like the room, like the movie, yes. the room. Yes, yeah. but the thing with video games is usually when they're bad, they're just awful Let's because they're not fun football. to play. But this one is like just passable enough that you want to get through it and the story is just so But you didn't get over. through it though. Well, I wanted to. I don't feel like you wanted no, it back. Apparently not enough. Do you think you'll actually go back to it? Uh, I got to pick it up from home. Oh. <laughs> but like in the future, yeah. you see yourself playing it. If I like... Before Deadly Premonition 2 comes out, maybe I would actually... I, I want to do it. I want to do it. And I think it'd be fun to maybe have, like, a thing of it where people I get together and play I want you to want to do it and to actually do it. I feel like you should play it and Destiny and I should, like, commentate yeah. watching you I think play. it'd be a fun stream game. I think you should backseat game you That's what I mean, yeah. I think it's a fun game... Uh, a fun streaming game. Okay, so uh, what... And then my final shout-out to my boy, Gooigi. Um, Fucking goddamn it! Love Gooigi. He's the gooiest and the greenest and the jelliest of them all. He is a booger. He is goo. He looks like booger. Like booger man. Yeah, yeah, like booger but, man. But but shaped like Luigi. Did you play booger man? No, I did not. But my the 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 final game that I want to talk about that I just I was really feeling it 
with Xenoblade Chronicles Remastered. Super excited. Xenoblade Chronicles is one of my favorite JRPGs of all time. And this is not just a remaster. It's a full-on remake from the ground up with Switch... Well, maybe it's not from the ground up, but it looks like it's got a lot of... Well, remaster is just like you take the old game and you like upscale it. But this is like you actually like retextured it, gave it new models. What do you make? So, you know, have you seen the new Crash games where they're like completely done up, where the character models are completely redesigned from the ground up? They essentially oh, okay. use the old game as a template. Okay. A re- so that's a remake. A remaster is essentially taking the game and making it just look better. Systems function a little bit better, but it's not actually redoing it from the beginning yeah, okay, yeah. Got it. but this is like they've got a great switch model because xenoblade chronicles had pretty crappy graphics even for the time mm-hmm. and because the game's so large the world is a beautiful world this game deserves to be played by more more people and it looks like they've added features to the game that were cut from the original like a whole new zone and i'm if they're adding in a whole new zone into the game i'm wondering if they're going to add any extra story beats connect it to xenoblade chronicles 2 even more or like just have new stuff redesign the combat system. I'm really curious to see how much has been remade. I'm maybe I'll give this one another shot. I tried to get into Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and the combat is the biggest thing that mm-hmm. upset me about the game. Mm-hmm. The writing was whatever and that one character who just spoke in the third person all the time, I I kicked that fucking thing if I could. <laughs> um, yeah, cuz the combat's very MMO style combat. I was a little offended by that. Right. <laughs> but this character was a million times worse than you could ever be. It's it was fucking amazing. horrible. Yeah. Um, but maybe, but I'll yeah. Give, maybe I'll give this one another chance. I know this is one that's beloved by many of the Xenoblade fans. Um, it, it, the, 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 the Xenoblade fan... The Xenoblade! The Xenoblade! Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> the fan community of Xenoblade uh, is a very active one. And although Are some they going to come for him? They will come, that's for sure. They, <laughs> Damn it, Darren. Fucking shit. <laughs> they, the games are good. Okay. And one is the best one, though. Hands down, in my opinion. Two is fine. Uh, two is very good. I wasn't a super big fan of X. I would like to go back and try and finish it. Uh, because it's basically like Gundam the game. Cool. And, uh, it, but one was the best. Cool. Uh, yeah, so the one thing that stands out from this list for me is uh, obviously Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE Encore. Uh, I played a bit of this game when it came out on the Wii U and then stopped because it was the Wii U. Um, <laughs> this is uh, one of the last games to be ported over from the Wii U. And let me just say Wii U one more time. Wii, Wii U. U. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, one more time. Wii U. <laughs> it sounds like a sound Mario says when he says <laughs> super excited about this game persona is my favorite game franchise of all time and fire emblem is fucking fantastic and putting them together in a game uh, it's like sex it's like it's super <laughs> cool and i'm really really excited to give this game a proper shake when it comes out in january uh not far at all so i'm really really excited about getting a chance to play this game properly and now we're going to move on to our ne- our main topic here not news related, something a little bit more dumb and fun. We're going to be introducing a segment called Our RPG Party. Now, each month or two months, once in a while, we're going to bring this topic back where we're going to give ourselves a certain scenario and we have to pull characters from certain games to make our own quote-unquote RPG party to tackle it. So this time, for our first time doing our RPG party, we're going to be talking about 
our RPG party for our bachelor or bachelorette parties. Now, essentially, you can pull in any character from any video game. And we're going to try and set the scene here a little bit. So, Destiny, I'm going to ask you for your first character. Imagine that you now officially engaged to Jason Momoa. Let's say you're back in L.A. You run in him. That was and, my happy sound. And, uh, <laughs> and things, sparks start flying. And now you're planning your bachelorette party. Who's your first invite? I just want to throw out there that I'm not a homewrecker. And he would have been <laughs> divorced from Lisa Bonet for whatever reason. And we're meeting after all of his divorce things are finalized. Okay. okay. Good. Good. Of course. Legal. Thank you. Thank you. This is important. It is important. I respect his relationships. No croissant going to get you anywhere. No, that's Chantel. <laughs> all right. Um, so the first person I would invite, because she just seems like a person who would like keep shit together, like if shit got too wild, she would step in and be like, shit's getting too wild, is Laura Croft. Nice. Good call. Good right. call. Like in case anyone fucks with us, like I feel like she could possibly with that posh accent negotiate us, like negotiate us out of any fucked up situation. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she's also like super responsible. She'd like DG she at the is, end of the night. She is. And she would super be... rich. She is. She is super rich. She got a mansion. So we'll probably Stay there. She bankroll that party. She is. You're not invited because you just you're such a whore. Ah. You're not money. <laughs> a gold digger. Yeah. Darren, uh, <laughs> let's let's say you're now engaged. You met the uh, potted plant of your dreams. Mm-hmm. I and... love those plants. When <laughs> I pl- her name is Fern. When I when I play piranha plant in Smash, I just grow. And you just wooey. Oh boy. No, it was wooey. That was it. <laughs> uh, Darren, who's, coming, who's, who's your first invite? Well, let, let's let's start off with uh, the party animal. <laughs> the what? Party animal, quite literally, Conquer from Conquer's Bad Fur Day. I was going to pick him. I, and I, I knew you were going to pick him, and that's why I said him first. <laughs> Can you, you deviate? <laughs> you should have led with that. <laughs> that's waiting. That's hoping you are not going to lead with that. Uh, Conquer's ba- Conquer from Conquer's Bad Fur Day. He would know how to party. He would. Y'all Yo. would be fucked up on coke all night. Honestly, that little fucking scroll can get down. And he's rich as the richest animal ever. He's a king. He's got money. He will fund that bachelor party. I feel like he just reminds me of like uh, the Ken Jong character from The Hangover. Yes. And I feel like shit would just take a wild fucking turn. I'm just going to mention his little tiny penis again. <laughs> that's my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> With the monkey? With the monkey. Um, nice. Okay. So Matt. My first character that I'd be inviting is uh, Mr. Goro Majima from the Yakuza series. Ooh. This eye patch motherfucker uh, basically, as you play through the Yakuza games, he'll pop out from any fucking random location. Like, he'll burst through a door, he'll pop out a fucking trash can, and he just wants to fight. This is a piece, like, dressed in, like, a snakeskin jacket. This guy would know how to fucking party. Now, Sounds like a pimp. I think, I think that, like, hanging out with him, my bastard party, would take some wild fucking turns, and I just want to hang out with my boy. Goro, if you're listening, call me. Um, Matt is getting married. Yeah. So, like... <laughs> You just just come over. Uh, Destiny, who's your second pick? Oh, ooh, because I wasn't ready. I'm going to do a little song. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
All right, so my second pick would be Peach. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nope. Okay. She'd probably get fucked up and get kidnapped, mm-hmm. and <laughs> my whole bachelorette party would turn into like a janky version of The Hangover, or a very cute version of Saw. <laughs> Why Saw? I don't know. <laughs> I, I just no, because like so if she gets kidnapped, you know, yeah. maybe it's like a horror movie scenario. No, you like horror movies. Mine would be a funny fucking. Family comedy with tiny <laughs> with, with, dicks. With Peach getting messed up. Yeah. Dang, it happens. I feel like I feel like Peach can get down. I feel like she knows how to party. I feel like Peach would bring the mushrooms. Oh! Oh, 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 oh my oh. god. That was a good one. That was a good one. Good one. <laughs> Darren, who are you bringing as number two? To balance out the raunchiness, I'm going to bring the good boy, the childhood friend, because everybody I picked has to be, you know... At a bachelor party, you bring the people you're close to. You bring your friends. So everybody that I, I, I mention are people that, you know... You only mentioned one person. Well, all the people I will mention <laughs> okay. are all people that are close to me in my in my it's gaming history. Um, so number two is Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, hey, he's a good boy. He's a little, he's a little too prim and proper. But he is my childhood friend. He's with me to the end of the line. And his positivity will keep us going through tough times if Conker just pees on the wrong person. I feel like Sora would be the guy that, like, just, he's like, oh, guys, you know what? Like, I know we could go to the bar, but we could also go to Chuck E. Cheese. He's like, that guy. (laughs) Come on, guys. Let's, like, it's been two beers. Let's, like, let's slow it down. Guys, or you get, like, fucked up after a shot and then be like, guys. That's what's going to happen. You're going to depend on him and he's going to be fucking passed out the entire time from one shot. But also think about this. He's got a key that can open any lock. To do anything, we could get into some crazy places. You're trying to get into some locked panties, that's what you're trying to get into. Some chastity belts over here. How do you know that I subscribe to ChristianMingle.com? Oh my god, no, you, I think you're on that farmer dating website. <laughs> what, there's for farmers, farmers' daughters? Yeah, it's hilarious. There's like a website for people who are farmers who want to date. It's like legit. It's a Christian mingle, but for farmers. But for farmers. Legit. I, you know what, though? I mean, like, that's legit because, like, how many people want to fucking do farm work? <laughs> it's, it's hard. You gotta find somebody yeah. who wants to do yeah. farm work. Fair yeah. enough. All right, uh, my number two is Chloe Frazier from Uncharted. Nice. Uh, she is a super fucking badass character, and after spending even more char- time with her in Lost Legacy, I feel like she's, like, suave, she's sophisticated, she's cool as shit. I feel like she would know some, like, cool underground spots. And, like, I feel like she would help us get into some cool fucking places, some bars and some clubs. Yes, she and, would. And even if, like, we tried to get in and we couldn't, I feel like we should be like, oh, look, check out that open window. I'm going to get us in. Do you think she'd get bored? She seems like the kind of person that gets bored very easily. I feel like with my list, she wouldn't. Okay. I feel like she wouldn't get bored. Okay. All right. Lots of confidence. Yeah. All I right. got it. Destiny, who's your number three? Chun-Li. Chun-Li. Yeah, because obviously, like, who would not want to be Chun Li's best fucking friend? No, she's such a. Badass. I mean, yes. I mean, wait, what's? I, I want to be Chun Li's friend. <laughs> she, <laughs> what's wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> just fall down the stairs with he your words. <laughs> he like fell. Anyway, so Chun Li is dope as fuck. She would obviously be our fucking like bodyguard. Yo, she could hold it down. She could hold it down. Do you remember in the anime? 
where like dude came into her room and she had just taken a shower she was like fresh and he tried to fuck her up the dude who like has the pretty face and he wore the mask vega vega and they like went at it really and she beat you've never seen that anime no yo that fight scene is dope that it's so dope, that and he's such cool. a little bitch because he brought in his weapons, and she was like doing her hair, yeah. and he tried to kill her, and she just fucked his ass up. She tried to kill her when she was naked. She had on clothes. She pervert. You said she was taking a shower. I said she got out of the shower. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing words in my mouth? Okay. Uh, Darren, who's your number three? There are some panty shots though, Darren. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Uh, oh gosh! Oh golly! Oh golly! Gee! Gee Willikers! Um, my I'm gonna pick another party animal. We need more party animals to peer pressure Sora. So my second port party animal is Travis Touchdown from No More Heroes. Cool. He is a, maybe a little creepy, maybe a little too weird, but I also would want to have my bachelor party in Japan, and he would know all the best places in Japan, maybe some creepy places, but we would have a good time, and he. Does not shut off. That's what matters. Nice. Okay. Well, he helped kind of, you know, bring more party to the party. Exactly. Nice. Uh, my number three, because, you know, you need somebody who can kind of keep people interested and, you know, keep conversation flowing. Yeah. I've been bringing Mimir from the newest God of War, <laughs> that little severed fucking head, uh, because he tells so many good stories. And even playing that game, I'd sometimes stay in the boat instead of getting off. To my destination because he'd be telling such a cool story mm-hmm. and i feel like if we're in a cab or we're in like a limo or some shit going to the next spot he would have some cool fucking stories to keep everybody entertained do you think that the cops would try and stop you for carrying a severed head around not uh, talking he's <laughs> <laughs> like nah i'm good <laughs> <laughs> no no this is just how i am yes. oh, okay it's sir do you have a permit for that head i don't think i need one okay uh, yeah, There's so not permits for carrying around heads. Well, okay. I, can I please get one of those severed head permits, please? <laughs> which 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 workshop? How big do is I the head here? that you're going to be carrying? What's this piece of paper I spent a year trying to get? Uh, that didn't land. <laughs> it did. It just wasn't funny. <laughs> thank, thank God you recovered. <laughs> Destiny user number four. All right. So at first it was going to be Kirby, but I changed it. Oh. oh. And they come as a pair, so I don't want to hear, like, this is more than one person. Toe Jam and Earl. Because oh, I, I feel like Toe Jam and Earl would have all the best hookups. Yes, like, they'd they be, would. Like, they'd be able to get us into the best parties. We would be partying with fucking P. Diddy, Drake. Like, they would just be, I don't even just like them. two cool dudes. I don't dudes. even like P. Diddy and Drake. That's just the only people. Snoop. <laughs> We'd fucking Snoop party dog. with Snoop Dogg. Forget Point Dexters. These guys are dudes. That's what I'm saying. Like, it would be dope as fuck. Could you just imagine getting fucked up with Snoop? Oh, my God. Yo. And then Toe Jam and Earl. And then Laura Croft. Then chun Lee. And they'd bring some sweet music with they them. They would bring amazing music with That'd them. That'd be really cool. <laughs> that would be so dope. And all the presents. Because in that the first game, all you were looking for was fucking boxes yeah. and presents. Put, put on those high tops. Start running really quickly. Yo, that was the legit style. Nice. Yeah. I think that's a great call. Darren. Next up. I need a bodyguard. I need a bodyguard for all this rowdiness. All the rowdiness we're having. So I'm bringing Ryan from Xenoblade Chronicles. He is a big, tall dude. He's a lovable buffoon. He's friendly. He carries a giant shield. And he is the tank of the party. He can take a hit. He's not going to get into places with that big ass shield. 
Well, he can put it away. This man is a machine. I mean, he's not literally a machine, but he's built like a machine. Does he have a permit for that shield? I, he he killed the man who asked for a permit. Actually, he did not. He's a very he, he's a very friendly individual. Oh, but if anyone gets in between me and my fun party, it's rhyme time, baby. <laughs> I can't take you seriously when Fuck. you say that. <laughs> it's Ryan time. <laughs> That's like something you'd say to yourself to amp yourself up before you go and like do your bowling. It it's Ryan time. Like Captain Planet. Like it's just that corny. You can't spell rainbow without Ryan. What? Is that an actual yeah, line? That's, that's an actual line in Xenoblade Chronicles. Oh my god. So his his name is spelled R-A-I-N but pronounced the No, other. it's spelled R-E-Y-N. <laughs> He's wrong. In the game's defense, if you def- can physically see my motherfucking face right now, <laughs> in the game's defense, after he says that, the other characters in the party are like, "Should we talk to him?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, my number four. I would bring uh, Sans from Undertale, nice. and uh, to kind of reach back to the conversation we had earlier on, uh, I think Sans is kind of like this cool, shifty motherfucker. I feel like. He's got hookups that we don't even know about. Like, I feel like I would ask for something. I'd be like, yo, I really wish I had an ice cream right now. And he'd just like, pull one out of his pocket, like, ready to go. I also feel like he'd take us on some cool adventures, take us to some weird fucking spots. But I also feel like he's always got everyone's best interests at... Mm-hmm. Not at, at heart. Because he has no heart. Because he's a skeleton. skeleton. At bone? Anyway. <laughs> um, you, you tried. It's fine. I tried. Yeah, he has we're a good. big bone. Dang. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, I th- I definitely bring Sans. I feel like we get into some cool shit together. Destiny, what's your final final member of your part bachelorette party? Storm. Storm. That's a cool call. That's a great pick. Right. Okay. So obviously, because she's fucking Storm, mm-hmm. and um, my my husband will probably be from Wakanda. Let's just. <laughs> is, like, is Jason Momoa from Wakanda? First of all, if he, if I want him to be. He is. <laughs> Jason Momoa's whoever you want him to be. He is in this daydream fantasy thing. I think the, I think we're all a little Jason Momoa sometimes. I think I could possibly cheat on my husband because Jason Momoa is also Aquaman. Let's not forget. Okay? <laughs> Let us not forget. Okay? Anyway, back to what I was saying. You guys said earlier that she'd probably be the perfect one because, like, we'd have perfect weather. Which yeah, is for true. real. And I didn't even think about that. But All yeah, perfect weather. like, it would be perfect. Yeah, she's dope as shit. She's super strong, and, like, she'd fuck anybody up. She that, like, would. Lara Croft, maybe they've got some, like. But not the Holly Berry storm. No, we don't talk about no. that. No, we don't talk about what happens she... to a frog that gets struck by lightning. God damn it, Darren. It gets kicked in Darren's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Solid list. I like your list a lot, Destiny. Darren, who's your number five? I need a coordinator. I need someone to organize the party. I need someone to run the party. Because if we're all wasted, then, you know, you need that person to keep you on the right path. Right. And that is Garrus Vakarian from Mass Effect. Okay. This man would have that party calibrated for 99.9999% efficiency. Because, you know, that's what I want at my bachelor party. Ruthless efficiency. <laughs> that's the Russian way. Ruthless Garrus efficiency. Lame. His party's going to be so lame. No, but Garrus knows how to have fun. He tells great stories. 
He is well trained in combat. They're having a sleepover. Guys, we're going to Office Depot. <laughs> <laughs> Garrus is fun, and he's my main man. I will love him forever. I romanced him in Mass Effect. He is my true love. Cool. I like your list, Aaron. That's a good list. Thank I feel you. like Why you're going to Why are you inviting have... your husband to your bachelor party? Don't don't talk about it. <laughs> uh, okay, my number five, I feel, is like a little out of left field. It's a bit of a random one because I was thinking, like, I need a bodyguard. Uh-huh. I need someone to help us keep shit locked down. But I also need a wild card. And what character can do both? Who can protect me while also get us into some fuck up shit? That would be Mr. Mine. From I, Pokemon. I know this is your opinion, but I think it's wrong. I think it's wrong. Have you seen his tiny ass arms? Listen, that man has psychic abilities. He's got light screen, so if anybody even comes at us, he can throw that shit down. It's invisible. It's a wall. Plus, I feel like he's going to get into some shit. He's also got a face sculpted by God for terror. If you, uh, exactly, right? So that's what I mean. Like, he might be trying to, someone, like, trying to fuck with us. He's, uh, you know, he wouldn't be one that's a lot for conversation, but I feel like he'd tell us a lot through his body. I don't want. I don't. I don't want Mr. Mime to and, show uh, me anything through his body. If you've seen the uh, blockbuster, uh, top-rated hit Detective Pikachu, that Mr. Mime, funny as fuck, and you can see that he would get into some shit. So I, my fifth party member, would be Mr. Mime. I think you're wording that way too sexually, and you've made me deeply uncomfortable. I feel like that's part of the game. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> the, the game of. The game of making uh, people sexually uncomfortable with the... With Mr. Mime. Oh, that should be our next pick. What game characters would make you feel sexually uncomfortable? Mr. Mime would be at the top of that list. Yeah, he would be at the top of mine. He wouldn't be on mine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Oh, and now that is two weeks in a row Darren has spit water out of his mouth Shut it down (laughs) Shut it down Because he just laughed too hard Alright, let's quickly wrap up with one round of Darren's weird shit Darren, what weird shit do you have for us this week? Do you think Sonic reads his own fanfiction? (laughs) Yes Only because when I watched him in the cartoon He seems like he's very full of himself Real talk, I think he would read his own fan fiction, and I think he would judge people for what they wrote. <laughs> I think he would... They said my dick was two inches big. They said I came too fast. <laughs> I think... I'm a not a minute man. <laughs> I think that... You gotta go fast. I think not only would he read his own fan fiction, I think he would also write his own fan fiction. I was gonna fiction. ask, that was my next question. Do you think I, he writes his I own I feel like he would be like, y'all, I can do this better, and he would write his own fan fiction... And it would be very obvious that he wrote it. Right, because there would be all kinds of typos because he types too fucking fast. Yeah. And, and then it, Tails came over and took his pants off. I don't think he would get with Tails. No? No. Who do you think he'd get with? Knuckles. 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 <laughs> I'm saying. The angst. That hurts. He likes it. Yeah, that's a good advice. Fuck, but ouch. Sonic likes the angst. The uh, angst. The what? The angst. The, the what? Like, no, it's like they're the perfect couple, though. Like, every, there's so much sexual tension between him and Knuckles. Yeah, honestly. There really is. And sometimes, all you need is a good knuckle. Him and... <laughs> okay, we're done. Oh! Yes, that's <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to week two of the Burnout Brighter podcast. Please check us out on Spotify. Please check us out on Stitcher. Please check us out on Google Play Music. Like, share, subscribe. 
please help us push this to the ends of the earth. We need all of your help. Um, we want this to reach many different people and help them through some of their darker moments, which is why we make the show. Uh, we will be on Apple Podcasts soon. We're still working on submission forms with them. So please, please, please help us get this out there. If you don't share, I will write a fan fiction with Sonic and Mr. Mime, and I will force you to listen to it. Ew. Also, uh, I just wanted to say thank you to all the people who have listened so far. Yeah. We really, really appreciate your support, and we hope that you keep listening. Darren will not do that. I will fucking murder him if he does that. Please don't boycott us. I don't yeah. want to thank them. This is our podcast. We did it ourselves. <laughs> I know we had a bunch of views from uh, and listens from all over the around the world. I know a bunch of you have uh, shared the podcast already. Thank you so much for doing that. I hope you continue to support us going forward. Also, I should have done this last week, but I want to give a big shout out to a close friend of mine, Mr. Mick Bernalak, who did our intro song and outro song. Um, he did that for us without even thinking about it. So thank you so much, Mick. I know you have our backs. Thank you, Mick. Thank you, Mick. Thank to everyone you, else, Mick. again, please keep having our backs. We love you all so very much. Uh, Darren, say goodbye. Bye. Destiny, say goodbye. Goodbye. Ooh. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Peace out. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. To number two. Number two.